All right, we're going to try this again. Hello. Happy Tuesday and welcome to Tech Tuesday here on INE Live. I'm your host, Katherine Brown. Today is International Women's Day, and we're celebrating all women today and all month long at INE as we mark Women's History Month. Today, though, specifically, we're focusing on a partnership that INE has launched with Black Girls in Cyber to foster opportunities and awareness for women and women of color in the tech space. Today, we have two women from Black Girls in Cyber with us to talk about the organization and some of the ways that the partnership with INE can open some much needed doors. Before, before we get started, as we do each time we stream here on INE Live, I want to let you know that we are indeed streaming live across many social media platforms right now, including LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe with the notifications turned on for whichever platform you're using so you can stay in the loop when we do go live and get those notifications. We, of course, want you to get involved. Talk to us. Talk to others. We love to see the chat jumping. We've seen uh, a lot of people in this morning looking for uh, saying hello to each other, saying hello to us. Hello back to you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being engaged and being a part of our stream today. We have an entire team monitoring chat. If you have a comment, drop it in. If you have a question, go ahead and put a cue at the beginning so that we can find those questions easily and we'll get to as many as we can today, we promise. Now let's bring in today's guests. Talia Parker, first up, is the founder and executive director of the BGIC Foundation, also known as Black Girls in Cyber. We'll spend some time today talking about their organization, uh, but for now, focusing on Talia, she has more than a decade of experience in cybersecurity, privacy, and risk management, and is also an expert in governance, risk, and compliance. Talia earned her bachelor's degree in business education from Florida A&M University, her master's in cybersecurity from Brown University, and her master's of international business from Nova Southeastern University. She's currently a privacy engineer at Google, a wife, and a mom to a very busy toddler, Ava. Talia, welcome to the stream. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Thank you, Catherine, and thank you to the entire INE team um, and Crystal as well for the opportunity to be here today. Awesome. We are uh, excited to learn more about you and about the uh, uh, foundation. Also with us today, Akila Tunsil. She is co-director of cybersecurity curriculum at Black Girls in Cyber. Akila is a 14-year career healthcare clinician turned cybersecurity professional. She has an amazing story that we'll dig into a little bit today. Akila joined Black Girls in Cyber in 2020 while completing a cyber defense boot camp. She ultimately wants to grow into a leadership role as a CISO and is currently a security delivery analyst at Accenture Federal Services. Akila, thank you as well for taking the time to be here with us today. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me and excited to talk to you guys today. Awesome. Also with us, Crystal Sills, a familiar face here at INE Live. You've seen her hosting from time to time and jumping in here. She's a communication specialist at INE and really helped forge the relationship between INE and Black Girls in Cyber. Crystal, thank you for being here. Always glad to have you here. Um, you really got the ball rolling with this partnership. Yes. Hi, INE Live. How are you? Um, yeah, so I am very interactive with our audience and the people around us in social media. So I happened to see this wonderful group that got started during a pandemic, um, which was amazing to me that they were able to get started and get so much done. So I was just more interested in them, what they had going on and, and finding out a lot more about the group, which everyone else will too soon. Yeah. And we're so glad that you did because um, what we've been able to to accomplish already together as a partnership, um, we're just at the very beginning stages, but um, is certainly going to be something that that we're all really excited about. Um, and and on that note, I want to get uh, get over to Talia because we are so excited to be partnering with you guys. And 
Obviously, part of that involves a financial commitment on our end. So this week, INE is donating 5% of sales of INE Premium and Pentester Academy to Black Girls in Cyber. We are um, sincerely thrilled to be able to help contribute to your mission of amplifying the voices of women in color in the tech space um, and, and, and just glad to really be partnering with you, learning more about you and, and being able to, uh, to harness the power of both organizations together, Talia. Yes, thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, you know, one of the goals for Black Girls in Cyber is to create industry awareness um, about the opportunities in security, privacy, and STEM, um, and really just to nurture the talents for women of color across African communities globally. Um, we are very passionate about what we do. It's it's very personal, right? And I think um, we also have a responsibility um, to, once we're in this space, to really reach back and give back um, and mentor and coach other women along the way. So we are really grateful for partnerships such as INE that will enable and further our mission in being able to reach a much broader audience. And Talia, you founded Black Girls in Cyber. Um, what were some of the challenges that you were looking to kind of solve and kind of looking to hope to, to overcome with having this organization? Yeah, so it was 2020 um, when the entire world shut down, right? And we were all working from home. And I think being in such an isolated state um, for many of us, it really forced a lot of us to look at what was happening out in the world. Um, for me, it really just amplified um, what the challenges were in, 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 in the space or just in the workplace because we were logging into video chats, right? And so um, while we always knew that there was a diversity gap, you get a different visual perspective when you are logging on um, through video and you're, you're constantly reminded, um, especially as a woman of color, that I'm the only one in the room. And so uh, immediately I just wanted to do something about that. I said, well, let me just start by sharing you know, what these opportunities are. Maybe, you know, women who look like me just don't know. And so we started doing a Black Girls in Cyber series through Facebook Live. And I invited four of my amazing friends who were doing amazing things across STEM, um, privacy and security. And um, they were able to come and share their stories and how they entered the, the field. And so uh, that just pivoted um, to doing even more um, work with Share the Mic in Cyber, um, which is another campaign for creating industry awareness and diversity and security. And through that platform, I was able to uh, gain my first partnership for Black Girls in Cyber. And so ever since we have been able to do a number of things such as creating our program, establishing our board. We have been able to launch very meaningful and strategic relationships and we are doing very well at this point. And so we're again, you know, like I say, we're just grateful for an opportunity to partner with INE. I will allow Akila to share more about what that partnership looks like later on, but um, I, I just think it's amazing for us to have the opportunity to partner this way. Akila, do you want to jump in there? Yeah. Feel free. Feel free oh, to uh, to uh, jump sure, in. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
Uh, with Black Girls in Cyber, um, our mission on the security curriculum team is to really build out our curriculum. We want to uh, incorporate those uh, career pathways that INE can uh, provide uh, for our cohort members um, to help them skill up and to help them acquire uh, positions in cyber that they want. So uh, it's really a great opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful to even be here working with Talia on this uh, mission because uh, that's what it is. Uh, myself, you know, coming from uh, a healthcare background and not knowing anything about cyber uh, and to be where I am now within it was even like a year transition if it was that um, to be right where I am, you know, working in a space where I want it to be. I mean, it's truly unbelievable. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, I, I know you, you guys have talked some about the challenges. I'm curious uh, for both of you um, and Talia, we'll start with you. But where do you see some of the opportunities for growth as it relates to the acceptance of women in general and specifically women of color in the tech space? Wow, there, <laughs> there's so many. Um, where do I start? Well, for, for one, we're very aware of the, 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 the gap, right, in employment. We have over 3.5 million unfilled um, cybersecurity jobs across the globe, right? And so I think there's a lot of opportunity for when we think about our federal, the federal space in national security, so typically um, our federal government struggles with uh, recruitment and retaining, but I think there's an opportunity, especially for entry-level security professionals who um, are trying to transition into the space, we can create more non-traditional path to entry, and that's another thing because... When you look at you know folks like the Aquilas of the world, um, no one really wants to have to go back to school to get a degree to enter a new field, right? We live in a in a different time where we have access. People are self-taught. Um, as long as they have access to the resources, resources like what the one that INE provides um, on your platform, um, and and through and through those different methods, we have an opportunity to help fill up, and then through the correct partnerships with. Uh, employers, we can then employ um, those who are learning and trying to skill up in this way. Um, privacy is another area that I think it's not talked about a lot. And there's a lot of opportunities. And there's often a lot of overlapped with an overlap with security, especially for me as a privacy engineer. Um, you know, a lot of my role, you know, requires me to have some understanding, um, deep technical understanding, um, especially from a, a, a data protection standpoint as well. So um, I think there are a number of opportunities and these are some of the ways that we can approach that. And Talia, you, um, you've worked really hard to try to change that landscape for women of color in tech. And then through Black Girls in um, Cybersecurity, you know, you've been able to do a couple of featured events. You know, you guys had a speaking event recently. Um, you've spoken with the NSA, you've spoken with Black women in STEM and the RSA. What would you say, like, as a, a woman and a Black woman working in our, our country, in the United States, what has been your biggest challenge? to um, enter that workspace and enter that field? 
My biggest challenge working in this space has been uh, learning how to advocate for myself, honestly. So, you know, one of the reasons why representation is important, representation means empowerment, right? So when you see people who look like you, you feel empowered to um, to achieve or aspire to these things, right? Um, but whenever you don't see that representation, you are more likely to shrink, keep your heads down um, and just kind of do the work, right? And even when you are being treated unfairly in the workplace, for example, um, you may not be feel empowered enough to speak up and advocate for yourself. And I think that has been the that was the biggest challenge for me in my career is how to speak up even while risking uh, retaliation, because that can sometimes come as, as a result of advocating for yourself. Um, but, you know, for for me and I always say this, um, the what really changed things for me was when I became a mother because now I had a daughter watching me um, and how I navigated this space. So I quickly learned how to advocate for myself and speak up for myself. In addition to having like really great mentors and, and sponsors who would really, you know, uh, pour into me and really encourage me. But I just wanted to create a better working world for my daughter and also wanted to be um, an example of how she allows other people to treat her as she navigates the landscape. So um, I think that's the biggest thing for me, um, always trying to find ways to be seen um, and to, to feel valued for the work and for my contributions. And so I've really learned how to um, build really great relationships. I can say I have really mastered relationship building over time and it has worked really well for me and I think it's one of the reasons why Black Girls in Cyber is able to do um, what we're able to do now and to be able to maintain is through a lot of the relationship building. So I'm really grateful for some of those key skills that I, I picked up over time. Um, but I can definitely say for women of color, uh, it can be challenging, right? If you don't really have someone who um, is, is an example of what you would like to become, especially in your more immediate workspace, you can feel very isolated. And so um, I encourage, you know, women of color who are feeling this way, who are minorities, um, to really identify opportunities to um, build a trusted partner in the workplace and especially outside of the workplace, um, which is another thing that I had to learn is that my, my brand external to, to, to my organization was just as important, if not sometimes the most important, <laughs> um, you know, to my work. So um, that's some of the uh, advice that I would give in terms of how I've navigated some of these challenges over time. Talia, I'm so glad to hear you say some of that, um, particularly about representation and, and uh, being able to identify with other people who look like you do, who, who talk and all that stuff um, and, and, and the importance of that because I want to address something that, that uh, actually Crystal and I were talking about earlier today because as we were promoting this, a couple tweets came through and I'm just looking through the comments now and there's a couple comments saying, um, you know, why does this have to be, uh, and I, I'm reading one specifically, uh, there's no need to make this a racial thing. Why is this why is this a racial thing? Why is this about black women and not women in general? And I'd love for, for actually all three of you um, to have a chance to address that, that question um, and explain why it is so important to have organizations like Black Girls in Cyber and why it is so important to have um, streams like this one that focus on uh, you know, this, this specific topic. Um, Crystal, since you and I were talking about it earlier, I'd love you, love you to take point on this. Sure. Um, yeah, I know that there are people from our INE community is a global community. And so sometimes people may not understand 
the cultures in other countries or the histories of other countries. Um, historically, the United States has been has not been inclusive of women or minority women or black women, especially in the workplaces. If you look at a lot of our companies, they're not compromised of these demographics. And so organizations like Black Girls in Cyber who are trying to level the playing field or at least get some more people on it. Because most of the research that I found has said that there's only about three to 5% of Black women in the tech space. And there's only like a little over 25% of women in the space altogether. So um, that's definitely a male dominated workspace. And that's not what our world or our country looks like anymore. And so organizations like this are very important to be able to bring more people into it because you're not just going to have one type of person that knows how to work in tech. There are people with all types of mindsets, with all types of demographics that have the ability to work in tech. And that's part of what INE does. We want to make sure that anyone that has a passion for it can enter it no matter what they look like or who they are. And that, that, um, that sync between the mission of INE and the mission of Black Girls in Cyber, I think, is, is, is at the heart of why we are you know, partnering together. We both value that tremendously. Um, Akila, what are your thoughts on that? Why is it so important yeah. as someone who's, who's gone through this journey um, you know, very recently um, and been a part of Black Girls in Cyber? How important is an organization like this to Extreme, someone who's going extreme. through this? Extremely important. Uh, I agree with everything Crystal just said. I co-sign on that. Um, being a woman of color, uh, especially in um, in a place where traditionally uh, we are not um, elevated in leadership roles, uh, it's important to have an organization where other Black women can show representation in a space where you want to be so that you have even the audacity to uh, say, you know what, I can do this too. Um, it helps to uh, spread awareness, right, uh, of a very lucrative industry where um Black people uh, or Black women uh, are not traditionally uh, exposed to at the very young age of, you know, like middle school, high school. These students don't even know that um, cybersecurity industry exists, right? They don't know that that's an avenue, a place where they can uh, make a living for themselves and also be a, you know, positive contributor to society, right? So uh, Black Girls in Cyber um, is on a mission, right, to change that reality. And, um, you know, it just, it helps to have other people that, have similar backgrounds that you have experienced and uh you know it helps to uh change the narrative change the way uh we even see ourselves and 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 hopefully um make some deeper changes when it comes to the socioeconomic uh conditions of a disenfranchised people um that alone is you know, worthwhile, in, in my opinion, um, it's worthwhile having an organization like Black Girls in Cyber, uh, not to mention 
this the benefit of having different perspectives within the industry to be problem solvers. Uh, you need people from all walks of life to solve different problems, right? So uh, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, and I, I love love the word that you use there, um, Akilah, audacity, right? The audacity to be seen, um, the audacity yeah. to be empowered. Um, it just, it's just, it's, it's such a powerful word to me. And um, Talia, I want to get your take on this as well. Um, you certainly, you know, you, you, you co-founded Black Girls in Cyber. But um, to get to the heart of the question, why are organizations like yours so critical? Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, to the point about, because I'm also seeing some of these comments, um, <laughs> Uh, so why is it a racial thing? It's not because we woke up one day and decided that we wanted to kind of have, um, kind of like the, play the race card, right? It was more so of the numbers don't lie. You know, the facts are, you know, we are the minority and, uh, these, and just our personal experience, right? I have been in this space for 10 years and I am always the only black woman in the room, right? Um, yes. So that's not something I'm making up, it's my experience lived. Um, so that's one. Um, two, uh, typically it's it's an access issue, right? Because I know uh, many black women who are very credentialed, they have the skills, they have all the letters of the alphabet <laughs> behind their names, and they still sometimes struggle with getting the job, getting the promotion and the advancement. And so a lot of times what they lack are opportunities, is the opportunity for the sponsorship, the mentorship, the growth. And so um, there there is something that is to be done about that. And I don't necessarily think it's something that's intentional all the time. We all have unconscious bias. We we tend to gravitate to people who we feel the most comfortable with. So if you gravitate to someone who is more familiar um, within your circle, you're more likely to exclude others who are different by default, right? So it's not necessarily that it's intentional. You just have to be more intentional about the inclusivity in terms of, um, you know, the, the racial diversity um, or just even like diversity of thought, right? And so my role is very, um, it's personal for me because it's my experience lived and I am taking up the responsibility to do something about it along with the other women who are serving in the board, who are volunteering and our strategic partners who are saying, hey, we wanna support black girls in cyber to further their mission because we also see that there is a problem. So it's not to really say someone is a bad guy or someone is doing something wrong. It's just a matter of looking at what is the current landscape and what are the opportunities for us to take a different approach and make some more positive changes for inclusion. And I want to turn it over to um, Akila now just to hear a little bit more about your story because you really are that incredible success story. Um, <laughs> you know, not only just your, your own personal success, right, but also in terms of what an organization like Black Girls in Cyber can do to further women. And um, I, I just wanted to see if you can give us some background. And you know, you have this long history in the medical field and then you just sort of took like a hard <laughs> left and just like whoosh, redid everything, right? Right. I know it's crazy, right? Just to think of it. Um, well, <laughs> you know, um, where do I begin? I, as, an, as a nurse and a nurse practitioner, um, it was, challenging um finding uh, uh i guess 
a way to incorporate some other parts of me that I felt were not being utilized, right? Uh, I felt like I had more to more to offer the world uh, than just, uh, you know, writing a prescription and sending off person off to wherever. Uh, I, I don't know if the other, other people are in healthcare or if you know other people in healthcare, but um, it can be a challenge uh, in the sense that you want to do more, but you can't because of a lot of red tape, uh, you know, regarding how you care for patients, right? But long story short, um, I had been thinking about where I want to go with my careers. Like, was there something else I can do that I could stretch my self and, and challenge myself more uh, to learn something completely new? And uh, because of all the technology, the, the way things changed um, in this world right now, we're living in, you know, an integrated world where everything is integrated in the tech, in, in the, the internet, right? And uh, everything is IoT or, you know, um, you know, AI, everything, right? Everything is automated. So I'm like, where can I go? You know, cybersecurity seemed like the, the the white hot field that was just, you know, in demand right now. Like this is what's needed. This is what's gonna be needed 10, 20, 30 years from now, right? So uh, I decided to hop into a boot camp, and um, in the middle of that, you know, I received a, a word from a friend of a friend told me, hey, you know, I know this girl, she's doing some amazing stuff. So I found Talia that way. And uh, I was like, hey, let me join, you know, help help you accomplish some goals in turn for some mentorship, you know, because I needed to surround myself with somebody that was doing the same thing I wanted to do. So uh, it only seemed natural to uh, connect with somebody like Talia and um, through her mentorship and through, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of long nights of studying and uh, practicing, you know, hands-on labs and stuff like that, uh, I was able to accomplish uh, this goal of achieving, you know, a couple certifications and 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 landing the job I have now at um, AFS. So um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's crazy. The the road seems like it should have been a lot tougher right but to be honest with talia it just made everything seem much more doable i don't know how i don't know how else to explain it uh <laughs> it was just you know i believed that i could do it you know and I, I just i went for it full force you know i think that that um that plays a part in in accomplishing something like this is to have somebody there that you can ping ideas off of or whatever just have a chat and say hey you know i'm thinking about this direction that direction you know what should i do um and uh just knowing that she was doing what she was doing and it was working and i'm like okay i i can do this too you know so i just hey i just went for it and and here i am i i didn't know what else to what else to say <laughs> I know okay Catherine I'm sorry I, I think I cut you off 
<laughs> no, you're fine. Um, no, that, that's great. I mean, it, it's definitely showing where an organization like Black Girls in Cyber does help you with any obstacles that you may have. And it's great that you were able to use Talia as your mentor to kind of overcome any obstacles that may have been there if this organization mm -hmm. wasn't around. Right. I mean, the the, the obstacles really are uh, first you believing in yourself. Right. You have right. to be able to say, I can do this and you believe that you can do it. Right. And then the other obstacles are you know, the networking, the talking to people and getting people to know this is what I want to do. This is where I'm trying to get to. And, uh, you know, once you open yourself up to speaking with people, uh, people that you don't know, being uncomfortable and, and being being comfortable with being uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, uh, just to try and break down some barriers, right? Uh, you, you're always going to run into some uh, obstacles uh, along the way, of course. But I think the main thing is uh, believing in your accomplishments um, and, and, and knowing that you deserve to be in the space just as anybody, just as, you know, any, anyone else. So uh, just as much. So, you know, honestly, having a network, working with Black Girls in Cyber uh, really helped uh, alleviate a lot of the anxiety and the the stress of you know trying to navigate navigate the space so it just made life easier we'll take what we can get for uh, for making life easier right <laughs> three cheers for <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> everyone right. will say that mm -hmm. um i'd love to hear from from talia and akila both on this um how how being involved in black girls in cyber has changed your your general outlook on your career, um, maybe it's changed your outlook on 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 your family or um, just your outlook on the world in general. But how has it shifted your perspective? Because I, I feel like it, it certainly has to have shifted your perspective, Talia. Yeah. Wow. Where do I start? Um, well, one, uh, I no longer felt alone. Right. So even though I'm showing up on the job and, you know, I, I didn't necessarily solve the world's problem for um, a more diverse, um, you know, workplace, uh, having a community, I think that means a lot. And having um, a community where you can talk about your shared experiences and how you navigate different things and what works, I think that has really modified my approach to a lot of my challenges because now I have. Um, so many options of people that I can go to for advice and support um, on how to navigate this space. Um, also just feeling empowered and just being around other brilliant um, people who look like me. Um, you know, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, um, like one of the comments said, you know, you shouldn't join because it's, it's, it's a trend, right? Joining the field of security. But I think, you know, how do you become a doctor or a lawyer? You see someone else who is occupying space in, in these areas and it, it inspires you to want to aspire to that. And I think that's why it's important is when you see someone who is doing the work, uh, it's inspiring. The work looks interesting. It, 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 it you know, it, it brings a passion and then you, you want to aspire to that. And so I, I think it's just, it's just really helped me a lot personally and professionally with just how I navigate the space, um, and deal with some of the emotional trauma, um, just to be, you know, transparent. So that's what it's done for me. 
Oh, um, so the same, same thing that Talia is saying, I, I want to just jump on that bandwagon because it's true. Um, having, uh, an organization where you can just freely speak and talk through, uh, any obstacles that you're having, your experiences, and how other find out how other people handle challenges in this space uh, is is paramount. Um, I think that uh, Black Girls in Cyber has really given me the platform I need to um, express how. I want to be treated in a place, right? So uh, getting getting the perspective from uh, other women and understanding um, what they've gone through uh, can really help you uh, easily navigate some problems that might cause you challenges, but knowing how to handle a situation beforehand and, and recognizing a situation when you see it um, really it helps you tremendously um, in, in, in handling any conflicts or uh, challenges you might come come through in this industry being a woman, especially a woman of color. So, so ladies, I have a question. How do you fix, how are we going to fix the issue? Um, we're only about 28% of women in tech um, in a big, broad, or industry of tech. There are only about 28% women. There are about three women that are black. And then I think there's even less Latina women. How do we go about fixing this issue? What can we do to work together so that there are more representation? Because there is not just one person that's set to be right. a person that works in IT. There's only one person, only this person can work there. That's, that's not how the brain or, or anything works. Everyone has talents and you don't have to just one type of person work there. Um, there are people that have brains that work in other things. And I think that sometimes um, a lot of people are thinking in the stereotypical way that yeah. women aren't interested in tech or women um, aren't able to do tech. And it's not it. It's just that we haven't had mm -hmm. a chance. No, <laughs> like I, other people I, have. I think the, the way you change it, the way you change the landscape is through, uh, you have to mentor and foster and a er, in an early stages, right? Uh, you want to encourage girls and young women to learn everything they can about science, technology, math, uh, engineering. Like those are important uh, parts of the world. Like how this world operates is built on science, math, physics, you know, everything, right? So uh, reaching into the community and um, really helping those flowers blossom and not uh, shunning women from uh, in, uh, pursuing careers in engineering or math or technology um, just because they are women. You know, I think we, we have a, a tendency to um, really take, you know, tell our girls, you know, to lean towards service type roles like nursing or, um, you know, teachers and such, mm -hmm. which is great. We need nurses. We need teachers. We need great people in all, in all industries. Um, but 
the truth is uh, women are really great at math and technology as well. Mm -hmm. And when you grow up in a society where you may have people around you that have tunnel vision, so you have tunnel vision, right? You're not going to know uh, about other things that exist in the world. So uh, being uh, a part of organizations like Black Girls in Cyber um, will help foster that uh, that that population um, to grow and flourish in the STEM in the STEM world. And I think that's the beginning of how you change it. You're not going to change it from, you know, the 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 inside. I guess you're not going to change it from the industry down. I think you have to start from the grassroots and 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 change the culture because right now it's a you know a cultural issue, right? You you have to change the culture first. And same for you, Talia. How do you think that we? Well, as the founder of Rat Girls and Cyber, you have an idea, but exactly how else can we go about doing that? How can we make it more of a an even appeal? Yeah, no, I think, um, well, we definitely can't do it alone. And I must say, although there's still a lot to accomplish, I, I must say we have come across a lot of people who are open to having some of these um, uncomfortable discussions who have identified the problem. There are a lot of organizations that are trying to be very forward thinking and open and are creating opportunities to partner with organizations like Black Girls in Cyber um, to just really solve for the skill gaps. And so I am starting to see more of that, more programs, more organizations, more initiatives, more commitments. And I think that's how we're going to do it. Um, but it, it that happens because we continue to speak up and acknowledge the fact that there is an issue. Here is the challenge that we're facing. Um, if we continue to have the conversation, we'll continue to see the commitment. And so I hope that's how we will do that. Awesome. Uh, before we wrap up here, just want to go round robin. Any final thoughts um, that, that you want to share with the audience that you want to share about the organization? Talia, we'll start with you and then um, Akila and Crystal as well. Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is that if you are someone that's um, watching this live and want to know how you can get involved or how you can support, um, feel free to follow Black Girls in Cyber. We are on all social media platforms and um, feel free to email partnerships with an S at blackgirlsincyber.com if you are interested in pursuing a partner uh, partnership with us Um and other than that, we, we just continue to support us and we welcome everyone, you know, into our community and um, to help us further on our mission. Thanks, Talia. Akila, any final thoughts? Yes, I would like to say um, to women who are watching uh, and the men who are watching, uh, Black, Girls, Black Girls in Cyber uh, is a great, great organization if you are brand new to the space um, or even if you're you're just finishing your degree in cybersecurity and you're trying to find a way to uh, break into this uh, industry and and land your first position black girls in cyber can help you formulate a plan for yourself a strategic plan so that you can find your way into 
the, the place you want to be, right? And we're here to foster that. We want uh, men and women to um, be able to serve as mentors uh, to uh, our community, our, our, our members. Um, so we're always looking for mentors to those who support uh, our cause and our mission and believe in our mission. Um, also, uh, just want to say uh, thank you to Talia for uh, just getting this ball rolling. Like she is amazing at uh, just organizing uh, people and, and, and getting things done. Um, and thank you to INE for uh, supporting our cause and, and helping us uh, to accomplish this great, great mission. We are really thrilled and honored to be a part of it. Akila, thank you. Crystal, any final thoughts before we head out? Um, just that INE is committed to amplifying voices that may not be heard all the time. Um, as there aren't a lot of women or color or women in tech, we're always dedicated to promote women, especially during Women's History Month and any other group that needs to have their voice really heard. Uh, we have a platform here at INE that we can use to make sure that we connect those people to the resources that they need. So we are still dedicated to make sure that um, everyone gets what they need to be where they would like to be in life, um, especially if their life is in tech. So um, I applaud Black Girls in Cyber for seeing that there's a need, first off, for getting it done during a pandemic. <laughs> That's still so important to me to say that you did all of this during the pandemic when the world didn't know what's coming next. You guys were able to come together and, and make such an organization that's needed to show other women and girls that it is possible to work in the tech world, that that world is open to you. So mm -hmm. I just applaud you and all groups like you that uh, see the need and fulfill the need and help to expand tech to everyone. Yes. Crystal, that's a that's a great point. Thank you. Um, INE is absolutely committed to tearing down barriers wherever they exist. You can uh, we have a long history of doing that and working toward doing that. Um, and, and this is certainly one that that we're we're choosing to focus on right now. Crystal, Talia, Akila, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Really appreciate your uh, your your thoughts, your uh, your honesty, and your expertise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. All right, that wraps up today's stream. Thank you for watching. If you missed it live, you can look for a replay across our social media channels as well as on the INE website. We'll be live again next Tuesday, March 15th, with a topic we are calling A Seat at the Table, Pulling Up Your Own Chair. And we're focusing on how sometimes women need to take some unconventional routes on their path to success. Lily Clark will be here with us to share her inspirational story of how she navigated the complex world of IT training from novice to expert. Lily uh, is a very familiar face here at INE. She worked with us for a long time and um, she, has since, uh, she has since moved on as she's continuing to pursue her dreams. We're excited from her, for her and excited to, uh, to reunite with her and hear more about her story. Again, that is next Tuesday, one week from today, March 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And one more quick reminder before we say goodbye, INE is donating 5% of sales this entire week to Black Girls in Cyber. So if you've been thinking of getting trained, now is a great time to do it while also having a chance to give back to a wonderful cause and opportunity. Be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using so you can stay in the loop for details on our next stream and get notifications whenever we go live. As always, bring your questions and your enthusiasm. We'll see you next time. Until then, have a great week.